Welcome to Spirit School. My name is Danielle Serenk, also known as the Squamish Medium. I am the host of your Spirit School, where I will share all the lessons and learnings that I have uncovered through my intuitive development and mediumship development journey. I am a professional psychic and medium and intuitive teacher and mentor, and I look forward to walking alongside you on this journey. Hello friends, welcome to your July energies episode. I have to apologize. I know that everyone really looks forward to these energy episodes. They are by far the most downloaded and what I received the most feedback on, but I totally gapped out in June. I I think it was like June 6th before I realized, oh my God, I didn't even do an energies episode this month. So I believe there was a divine reason for that. Um, things got a little bit intense in June. If, if you didn't notice. Um, there was even a point in June where I kind of had to step away for a week, away from social media, away from like, you know, thriving, like just basically I need to put myself into a bubble and take care of myself. And I spent a week offline. Um, it was the last week before the daycares reopened for my kids. So I really spent it focusing on my kids. I finished a whole book, which was Mary Magdalene Revealed and her book Reveal as well. It was phenomenal. Megan Watterson does amazing writing. She's a theologian who studies kind of like how the divine feminine imprint in modern day religion is just omitted and she's a scholar she's a harvard scholar and her books are phenomenal um if you're interested in that kind of thing so yeah so that's kind of how i spent my time so here i am back in july um you are going to hear background noise and i do apologize but it is really hot and muggy and i need to have my window open <laughs> i'm like literally sweating here so you will hear a bit of background noise um so just know it's just the road and I was called this month, I always do the monthly energies with the Rebecca Campbell's work, but I felt called this month to pull out my Tough Love deck. Oh, and there's my cat. Hi, Bender. Anyone who follows me on Instagram knows my cat's kind of nearing the end of his life, and so he is just a little bit attached to me. He just wants to be with me all the time, so he's always around now. And here he is for the podcast. So I pulled out my tough love deck this month to kind of like, okay, it's July 2020. We have survived. I can't even believe it. Half the year. What a year it has been. Um, the memes are lit. I have really enjoyed the 2020 <laughs> quarantine COVID um, memes that have come up. They've just been really adding a bit of humor to, um, you know, if you can't laugh, what are you going to do? Right? So I just kind of felt like, okay, let's pull up the tough love deck. Let's see what kind of energies are going to be coming up for July. And we will see what kind of comes up here. Okay. Hopefully this is all going to be all right. Cause I pulled out my tough love deck and I pulled out three amazing cards. The first card of anyone knows the John Holland psychic tarot deck. Um, this is probably one of my, it's my first ever deck and it's the one that I found to be the most accurate. I give some readings, um, to my closest friends for January of each year. And this is always the deck that I use for the year ahead. And so July is going to be a real big time of fertility. So this is going to be around the people who are trying to start 
start families, literally, and also the people who are trying to birth their creations. They're going to be birthing their ideas, their inspirations, that they've been a little bit muddled up in the energies of what's been going on. And it's really easy to get into paralysis mode when things are a little bit cray. And so coming into July, I don't feel like everything's going to be fine. I don't feel like the energy's going to settle, but I feel like there's this um, entrance of normalcy that we kind of enter that it's like, okay, I need to learn to thrive through this craziness. And so I feel like there's going to be a lot of birthing of ideas, birthing of projects, and even people getting really settled in on birthing their families. And, and it's very family focused. I feel very family focused in July. Um, I also pull the heart chakra card. And so I feel like there's an up leveling of compassion in the world, even from some of the most unseen, unsuspecting sources. I feel like if I could pick a word that I would want to carry into July based off of what I've pulled so far is going to be around compassion. And so we've seen uprising, we've seen anger, we've seen injustice, we've gotten these feelings that needed to come up um, to be cleansed and cleared. And I feel very much that moving into July, we're going to be heading into a time of true compassion and almost like walking in other people's shoes. Now, the other thing that comes up for July is flow and love. I come up with this energy of we feel like we've been rubbing against sandpaper a little bit in what we're trying to create in our world and we're getting a little bit further ahead. We're getting clearer on how we want to live, how we want to show up, what makes us happy, but achieving it has been coming up against sandpaper, like literally a painful entrance into the next phase of your life. What spirit brings to my awareness for July is that we're finally kind of finding a flow within it. We're kind of finally starting to see, okay, Okay. And I'm going to go back to the saying that that was brought to me a minute ago around we need to learn to thrive through uncertainty and thrive through uh, more chaotic times. And I feel like that really hits people um, in the month of July. Hi, Bender. <laughs> My cat is so funny. Oh, what is coming up? I'm, you guys, <laughs> I'm feeling really freaking hopeful for July after pulling these cards. Look at me pulling out my tough love deck. I get victory and success. I get somebody that really looks like they're on Pride Rock from the Lion King, um, the number six. And it's really around achieving something that you want to achieve. But not only that, but spirit brings to my awareness, celebrating the victories that do come. When was the last time you really celebrated something that went really well? We're all waiting for the other shoe to drop. And spirit is calling us to remind us to get into the vibration of gratitude and get into the vibration of what is going well. And not only that, but what's the best case scenario if I pursue this dream, if I make this shift, if I make this change? what is the best case scenario? Like we're not going to be focusing on worst case. It's like, what's the best case? And with the celebration of the victories that come into your life day to day, there's this vibration that's lifted, this energy that comes in around opportunity and opportunity. That's all I have to say around that. And I also get um, this partnership 
um, card and what I feel into that is kind of realizing through all of this that you can't do it alone that we do need support um, we need su to feel supported and we are collaborating a lot more I've actually funny that this card comes up because I've noticed that a lot I've seen even on Instagram I've seen people do more interviews shouting out their their counterparts and really celebrating one another and using this opportunity of being mostly online to share other people share other spiritual teachers um yeah and so I really like that I feel like there's gonna be a lot more collaborating happening and I'm really excited about that you may notice even on my podcast the last two episodes you listened to was me celebrating my sisters we got Lindsay Rock helping with the astrology of the natal um, solar return charts for Canada and America and then of course Tina Conroy where we did that collab um, podcast episode and we plan on doing more of those because we just like them they're fun and so collaborating is fun and I feel like there's gonna be a lot more collaboration in July as well now to turn a little bit to the shadow side, I pulled two cards um, for the energy of July and I feel like I'm going to be speaking to a few of you out there um, that will feel a little bit more withdrawn, that will be yearning a little bit more solitude. I know as a mom, the quarantine for me meant I had people around me 24-7 and that is not my natural state. I really like being alone. I really like being alone. And so... July hello kids are back to care four days a week I'm going to get a lot of solitude um, so there is like two sides of this there is the willingness to be alone and the willingness and the desire to tune into self and have some peace and quiet maybe just sit on the porch in the northern hemisphere and listen to the birds and the crickets and the things that represent summer for us and really kind of be still in those moments but there's also this side of emotional withdrawal so I feel like there's going to be some of you out there who are feeling separated at this time separated from your spiritual practice separated from your loved ones separated from the people who you really like to be around and I feel like the separation almost becomes like what you're used to I feel like you've kind of settled into the separation whereas we're kind of coming into a space with COVID where we can start mingling again even just a little but you're finding it hard to take those initiating steps you're finding it hard to call your girlfriend and say hey can four of us get together and have a glass of wine by the river um please use plastic <laughs> and reusable plastic I should say not glass by the river but I feel like there is like this emotional withdrawn that's been accumulating for the year and now that you're able to kind of come out of the cave that it's hard to reach out and make those connections so spirit's really encouraging me to say to you do the uncomfortable thing reach out you need it there's some people I'm definitely thinking of in my mind that will resonate with this but you got to make the first move because people are not going to be reading your mind so don't fall into that slippery state and for the people who like really want the solitude holla like I'm one of those <laughs> I'm like, it's not emotional withdrawal. It's like literally like, oh my God, to be alone with my own energy is going to be amazing. Spirit also takes me to a bunch of people who will be drawn to listen to this podcast around making a decision. I feel like there's some who are even going to be deciding if they want to go back to their old jobs, like if they want to go back to what they used to do. Um, I, I get so much... 
um, simplicity. I know this has come up a few times this year, but it bears repeating because it's coming through again, where we've really seen how little we actually need. I don't know if you guys saw this, but like my living costs, and you have to remember, I quit my six-figure day job three weeks before quarantine. So once I entered quarantine, I had no daycare costs. I had no gas costs. Um, that was like savings alone of almost $2,000 a month. And I realized how little I actually needed. And so I'm thinking that people what's coming through is that people are actually realizing that they want to live more simple lives, that they they want less stuff, that maybe they don't need to achieve as much materialistic gain within this world, and that a simpler life may actually be something that they want to um, try to bring into their life. So I'm feeling this um, error around simplicity kind of coming in. But with this simplicity, it leaves room for passion, you see. So when we're busy all the time, when we're overstimulated, when we're overworked, when we're overachieving, we usually forego our creative force and our creative passion um, in its stead. It's like people I know who are, you know, on day jobs but are trying to launch this thing on the side. There's not a whole lot of space left for passion by the time you do the thing for the man. So I feel this being a real big transitional time of people stepping out of what was and stepping into what they want and what they desire. I feel like there's a lot of clarity around that, but I also feel a lot of people are thinking like, well, how? Like how? What I recommend around this is listen to podcasts, listen to YouTube channels of people that you want to be doing what they're doing. And how did they get there? They all talk about their origin stories. I've told my origin story many times on this podcast. I just listened to, I don't know if you guys are aware of this podcast called Manifestation Babe. I'm not the biggest fan. Like I don't listen to full episodes to be honest with you, but she recently posted one um, about her origin story and it was fascinating to hear how she became a multimillionaire, a self-made multimillionaire. And she's a manifestation coach and her story was phenomenal. And so I was like, wow, it makes it seem so much more achievable. So for the people who have a desire, have a dream, you know what you want and now you're stuck on the how, you need to simplify your life and you need to be inspired by the people who inspire you the most and listen to their stories and, and seek them out. Seek them out. Ask questions. Um, so finally, I'm going to wrap up. So finally, the final message for the month of July is really around inner wisdom. It's really around change if I could use the story um, that's coming to me it's really around realizing you have the inner wisdom and the 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 desire to change what was now I'm trying to get more clear on this my ears ringing as I'm talking about this my crown's going crazy but it's almost like we're giving away our power too much we're giving away um, our own inner authority and our own inner wisdom listening to how other people do it and how other people think and other people's philosophies spirit is calling us back inwards they're calling us back to understanding how wise we actually are have you ever said something that you're like holy shit i'm wise <laughs> like i can't believe that just kind of came out of my mouth 
there's this like time right now of being at home, being um, a little bit more still that we are actually realizing our inner wisdom. So I feel like July is going to be a breakthrough month when it comes to changing the mindset. I think that there's nothing wrong with listening to philosophy of other spiritual teachers. I don't at all. But I think by taking them on as yours verbatim is not wise. I feel like you listen to a philosophy, it sits in your heart, you're like, yeah, there's something here. And then you play with it, you sit with it, you contemplate it, and then allow the wisdom of your inner source to come out to form it into something that's cohesive for you. So here's an example I'll give you of what's kind of coming to me. When I first started studying mediumship, and anyone who studies under me knows me, I'm a nerd when it comes to the history of mediumship. Like even right now, I'm reading a text from 1861 on mediumship. That's my third time reading it. And it's literally like the first time. I'm a bit of a nerd. And so when I first started studying mediumship as a teenager, um, Sylvia Brown had this philosophy and she was kind of my guiding light in those early years because she had 42 books hello she was on tv and i respected her and she had this philosophy around um you know suicides people who committed suicide in her philosophy they were selfish and they came back into utero right away they did not go to heaven they did not pass go they basically were reborn within the womb of some unsuspecting mother she used africa as an example like you know in in poverty in you know some desolate state was kind of like the example she used in a few of her books and so for me at that time before i was fully into my mediumship gifts I could have taken that as the written word, like, okay, well, that's what happens to us. But there was something that didn't sit right about it with me. So it actually took me another 15 years, more than that, 17 years to form my own opinion around the spiritual philosophy of suicide and the truth of the matter is I connect with a lot of spirits who cross themselves over and they do pass go and they do make it to heaven you see what I'm saying spirit is telling us that we hear a lot we are overwhelmed with information we are over consuming a lot of wisdom even you listening to this podcast I always tell people Take what I say with a grain of salt, but feel into the story yourself. How true is it for you? What other truths do you have to add on to what sits with your soul? So for me, I did feel that people who crossed over took a slightly different path home, but I'm like, this wasn't it. This wasn't like an instant reincarnation because incarnation is not a punishment, right? Like this is not a punishment to come here to this earth, no matter what path you pick for yourself. So I, it didn't quite sit right with me. So what I have seen from the world of spirit with people who cross themselves over is that because more often than not, there's usually an addiction or a mental health illness that accompanies the desire to end it all in the way that they do. I see that there's a bit of a cocooning that happens when they transition home. It's like they need to be gently brought into the other side. There's still some aspects that require healing at that deep level to fully transition and acclimate over to the other side. So 
maybe this is what Sylvia was seeing and this is how she's interpreting it and maybe I'm interpreting it in a different way which in 20 years will seem completely outdated because this is how the spiritual philosophy evolves but the real truth of the matter is with the card that I was given it was around you have an inner knowing you have a wise soul that sits in front of you and sits within you and often we give a lot of our power to external sources like guides and angels and even the creator herself and I really think that spirit is trying to bring us inward so that we're not being too distracted with all this noise there's a lot of opinions out there right now no matter what camp you sit on there's a lot of people doing research putting in air quotes and really impressing their beliefs as the belief and set in stone this is what is going on and i don't believe that any of us really know and so Spirit's asking us to go inside, away from books, away from podcasts, away from other people's noise to get to our truth and what makes us feel empowered to move along this human experience in an empowered and light way, right? We're not meant to come here and sit in misery. We're meant to come here to rediscover joy and love. And that's an inside job. So I feel like that's kind of the essence of the message here from Spirit for July. So hopefully it lands for you guys. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Um, do let me know. I love hearing from you guys. And a few other things I just wanted to say. I have some really exciting things coming up on the podcast. Anthony Maraca, he's coming on. I know I've mentioned that before, but we have set a date for July 10th. We're going to be doing our interview, so it will be airing the final Tuesday, which I think is like the 13th or 14th of July. And then I was very excited because the holy grail for me, Aboriginal medium Sean Leonard, two days ago, he just agreed to come on to spirit school. Um, it's going to take us a few weeks to iron out a date because obviously he's on. he does a TV show and he has a book and he's obviously very busy but I feel incredibly honored that he wants to come on and talk about um, I told him I really wanted to talk about our First Nations history, our First Nations cultural connection and mediumship. Um, you may not be aware but when it comes to you know First Nations community suicide rates are incredibly high. There's not a lot of hope um, with the colonized system of the reservation system so I wanted to talk to him about some of this work that he does because he does a lot of readings in Mi'kmaq communities and um, just kind of like his perspective of doing this work from a cultural lens. So I'm really excited to talk to him about that and of course his show Spirit Talker. He also has an intuitive development course called Spirit Talker Tribe which launches in September so I'm going to give him the opportunity to pitch that to you guys so you can hear about learning from him because you know of course I want you to learn from me too but I, I'm not a scarcity medium. I don't think it's like I'm going to hoard you guys for me. I want you to hear from all these amazing teachers so that you can pick and choose, um, you know, who resonates with you and, and who you can learn from at, you know, at a soul level. So I really want you to hear from him because in my opinion, he's the best medium in the world. And so I'm really excited that he agreed. And I am trying to manifest now because I've pitched three for three, Fleur, Sean and Anthony and all three said yes and so I'm like I'm going for John Edwards next <laughs> so that manifestation is underway so send me some good John Edwards vibes because he 
is a hero to me. I love John Edwards. I've been listening to him work since I was 13 years old and he's a huge inspiration for me. So um, that's kind of what I'm manifesting next. And yeah, that's about it for me, guys. Um, right now to work with me, there's a wait list for everything. Um, readings for September and mentorship for August. So in August, I will be taking on a maximum of eight mentorship students for three months or a one month boot camp, like a reading or not a reading, a mentorship session every week to really work through something specific that you're going through that you just need a freaking breakthrough on. So there is a wait list right now. You can go over to my Instagram at Squamish Medium and the first link is the wait list to work with me to be notified when those sessions and opportunities open up. Um, other than that, I'm on Instagram all the time doing lives and in my stories, giving you insight into my real life, my day-to-day -day life, spirit school community, the podcast community. Again, you can hit the link through my bio on Instagram, but I have a community for this podcast, Spirit School of Danielle Serenk, or Spirit School of Squamish Medium, and I do intuitive exercises every Monday. I'm pretty active in there, so definitely join that community. And of course, my Language of Spirit course, which I really encourage people to take. It is such a fun course to get really clear on how your intuition speaks to you, how the world of spirit communicates through your abilities has over 30 exercises on developing because obviously these intuitive muscles are a muscle that you need to flex and stretch. And so I give you over 30 exercises, lived experiences from me that really tie into how these abilities work through me as a medium. And I've had a ton of people go through this course and really enjoy it. So that's another thing that you can do. Um, it's $111 Canadian. So go to myspiritschool.com to go sign up for that if you're interested in. And then finally, the initiation which is my six-week mediumship development and spiritual entrepreneurship journey it is underway at the time of recording this we are in week two and the women in it I have 22 women in it they are so connected they are loving each other I'm getting dms every day about the practice readings I've literally thrown people into and the breakthroughs I had a student today who messaged me saying she got a name I actually had two clients write me today saying they got a name in the initiation and we've done classes and we've done a group coaching call already and we're doing weekly spirit circles as well and then everyone gets a one-on-one -on -one with me they get two 20-minute one-on-ones with me so I'm waitlisting I'm relaunching this program in October um, to 22 women I already have 17 people on the waitlist but you can join the waitlist as well I'll be opening up seats for the second initiation starting in October in September so I just had to kind of get that all out there because I have a lot of people messaging me saying that they can't find readings and they can't find mentorship sessions right now and it's because I am booked out and I'm so excited. I feel incredibly abundant, incredibly blessed by the world of spirit for supporting me, walking through my fear of leaving my job, um, very safe, secure job into the unknown and uncertainty of the spiritual practice full time and it's working out better than I could have ever have imagined. So let this be a lived example for you that we need to leap first sometimes we need to follow the passion and not the money and the passion and not the security because maybe security comes afterwards right anyways i'll leave it there love you guys i hope you have a wonderful uh, couple weeks i'll still be here every week and yeah see you on the gram